0: Welcome to the Melrose Place Podcast, where we rewatch, recap, and analyze every single episode of the hit 90s TV series Melrose Place.
1: I'm Jenny Hill.
0: I'm Dan Hill.
1: Let's get started.
0: Episode seven. Let the games begin. Air date October sixteenth, nineteen
1: ninety five. What games began?
0: I have no idea.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to like understand this.
0: No one played games. I thought this was going to be a Peter heavy episode. (laughs) He was going to be in like a Monopoly hat with Amanda. Welcome.
1: The game is back. (laughs) Round to Amanda.
0: We've never stopped playing the games. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't get it. Uh, we start at D D and Amanda announces to everyone that they're having a we survived the blast of nineteen ninety-five party.
1: And by everyone, you mean Allison, Billy, and Brooke, because those are the only three employees that Amanda interacts with at all at yeah. D.
0: And it's the first off, this party is highly inappropriate (laughs) i don't like it's 2019 and if you had a we survived 9-11 party that would be in poor taste
1: i don't know are you kidding me no if you survived it absolutely you were in the buildings
0: absolutely not even if you did have some sort of gathering to be happy that you lived through 9-11 you wouldn't call it. We survived nine eleven. <laughs> I
1: don't think that nine eleven and the explosion at Melrose. Place this was a is mini nine like
0: eleven. It was a mini nine eleven.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It was
0: devastating. People died.
1: One person died. Yeah, due to a heart attack. She
0: ba- she died twice, basically. But you do. I don't know. I I thought that that was very tacky of her. To have To call her party this And It's all right. so secondly It's her first uh, It's her first thing of business At work So like She tells everyone about the party And she's like Okay Let's get to work Shall we (laughs) It's the first thing That should be the last thing Well Like now that business is over We're about to be closed for the day We're gonna have a little 9-11 party
1: (laughs) A little We survived the blast Yeah Now, Brooke says, well, everybody, I'd like to introduce you to my new client. So everybody's in the the conference room like, who could it be? She goes to the door, opens it, and in walks Jack Parisi.
0: What is wrong with her? What is wrong with Brooke?
1: And why does Amanda allow her to get away with it over and over and over again?
0: This is the equivalent of working at McDonald's and being like, Hey, everyone. I just served everyone free hamburgers.
1: <laughs> I, I do not get that comparison at all. Like, I'm not
0: doing my job great. Like, I'm doing wrong.
1: <coughs> okay, I see what you're saying here. Um, no, I'm doing I, the I, it's wrong thing. It's not about doing the wrong thing. It's... Picking one person out of your team and wanting to hurt them over and over again personally.
0: But how has she not lost the job? You know?
1: Damn, that is my question.
0: Allison did way less and got ripped way harder. Like, Allison could, like, Amanda would, like, run into her little cubicle and be like, why weren't these papers have a paperclip attached to them? <laughs> this is bullshit.
1: You're demoted and you're working over the weekend too. Yeah,
0: and I'm coming over to your house in the morning <laughs> <laughs> with more work. But uh, Brooke is, ju- is just like, Brooke, get out of my office.
1: We learn that Jack is starting a cable system in L.A. It's something that he and the family, as he calls them, have been wanting to do for years. And they're finally going after their dreams, and they want D&D on the ground level as their advertising company.
0: And Amanda's like, everybody, get out. And then Billy grabs Brooke, and he's like, Brooke, you need to leave. (laughs) He's like, this is between Amanda and her family. And then he's like, but I'll stay.
1: (laughs) And Amanda's like, "Uh, no, that's okay, Billy. You can
0: can leave. Jack puts his hand on Billy's shoulder and he's like, hey, small fry, how about you uh, go take a shit? Get Get the hell out of here.
1: And Amanda sends him away and he's like... Okay, well I'll be waiting right outside the door if you need me I'm
0: outside the door holding my crutch. <laughs> uh so Jack kicks Billy out of the room. Then Amanda confirms, Yes, please get kicked out of the room. And um Jack has a fiance named Rita and he even spoiler alert he says She's a real woman.
1: Yeah, then Amanda's like, oh, does she like abuse or something? Yeah. <laughs> and Amanda is very adamant that Jack needs to go to a different agency. She doesn't want anything to do with him. But Jack tells her that Brooke's already gone up to the board and that he's already been approved.
0: Yep. Sorry, so, Charlie. Sorry. Looks like the president of D&D... Really can't do anything. Has
1: no clout. Even after physical abuse allegations, it doesn't matter. The board wouldn't care.
0: And Polaroids in a safety deposit box of you getting your ass kicked. So from this moment, Parisi account is locked into D&D and we get our opening credits. And we're greeted... (laughs) In the establishing shots of this episode with probably the worst song ever. Oh, damn. It sounds like rotten synthesized squealing. <laughs> Not into it. Yeah. But we stay at D&D. And Billy, um, Billy, th- th- Billy's talking to like Amanda and Brooke, and he's like, well, we can, we can talk to D&D security and make it so he can't get in the building. Yeah, right. There is no...
1: <laughs> d d security. I what don't even security? think exists.
0: There's not even a division <laughs> in there. Y'all don't even have like a dog. Yeah, it's,
1: it's very bad. But Amanda tries to explain to Billy that she does not want him to get involved, that this isn't Miami. She hearkened back to a tale of when he was supposed to be out of town and she goes out to dinner with her friends. And instead of giving her a kiss... He gave her a black eye. The next day he apologized, but he kept doing it, and the apologies went away, and the beatings kept coming more and more frequently. She She even went
0: as far as Tallahassee. She
1: tried to run away, but they found her in Tallahassee, and when she was in their custody... They had gotten her father, and they put a gun to Palmer's head and was like, if you try to leave again, we're going to blow his head off. So basically, she doesn't want the same thing to happen to Billy or any of her other friends, and she's cautioning him to stay away. She's got this taken care of. He does not need to get into the middle of all this and have a gun to his head. Yeah. Well. She says, when Jack Pulled, patted you on the shoulder, it was a message.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> Great. So now let's head over to Sydney's place.
1: But Dan, before we do that, there's an establishing shot of the Melrose Place Courtyard, and it's exactly the same.
0: Just thrashed. like,
1: And there's like the same dirt path that we've always seen <laughs> like around the pool. If this thing has gone through renovations, they went through painstaking details to try to get like there's already traffic yeah we've got to get like the dirt completely right
0: so we're at sydney's place she's in there chilling she gets a knock on the door she opens it up and it is a man who looks exactly like henry
1: oh mirror buddy's back or fake mirror buddy
0: yeah mirror buddy Foe.
1: But he's got it down. I mean, the cadence of Henry's weird gypsy voice. Yeah. He's,
0: <laughs> I've been watching you. And then Sydney just shrieks at the top well, of her he lungs. he says,
1: I want to see you every day. I just want to get a whiff of your perfume. I'm not going anywhere. And then she... And how do you get,
0: like, how do you get the voice?
1: I, you know what? Just because Deep there's, research. there's so much there's so much in her files that like Kimberly has. Mm -hmm. I think that they just had to go off of that, but he is dead on.
0: Yeah. He's, he's perfect. So Sydney, she screams her head off and tries to slam the door shut. But lo and behold, Michael, uh, emerges to block the door. And he's like, what's the matter? A little too real for you, Sid. Look who we got. We got him. He's the man. And then, uh, he 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 breaks character the the fake um, Henry actor, and he's like, "I've also done margarine commercials." Yes, I've
1: done so many margarine commercials, and I've done summer stock. And they're like, "Okay, honey, uh, a little less margarine, a little more yeah. Freddy Krueger." Okay. <laughs> now Sydney, after you know having been in put into the plan, and she understands what's going on now, she's pretty impressed, and she's like. Michael, this can work.
0: Yeah. This new fake Henry actor is played by John Durbin. Um, John Durbin. That sounds like a <laughs> the fake old Derbs.
1: What's up, Durbs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jay Durbs. Uh he has been on the TV show Angel. Um he's in 2009, he was in Redemption. He played the Doctor. Okay, and he played Howell in American Zombie.
1: Great stuff.
0: Yeah. Um. Seems like his better stuff was behind him. <laughs> uh, he was in Doogie Hauser, M.D. He played Death.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah. This guy's got a dark side. <laughs> um. One. One more. I'm gonna try to find. Another cool one. Oh shit! He was on the A team, like the 1986 A team. He played uh, Raymond Soule. Great, <laughs> cool, John Durbin, okay. g- ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> so we now go to Hart Mancini Designs, where Joe is helping herself to some coffee, and Jane comes in, and she is on fire, and she's ready to hand it to Joe because she's the reason why her engagement broke up.
0: Mm-hmm. She does the 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 mother child grab by the back of the elbow. And above Very the physical. forearm, yeah. just pull, just yanks Joe, and she's like, "Listen up, you bitch, you ruined my marriage."
1: Richard called off our marriage because of you, and then Joe has the gall to say, "I think we both know what happened. You weren't in love with him, and I told him the truth.
0: Not because of me. I was only trying to help.
1: I'm your friend, and I I wanted to make things better for you.
0: Oh, thanks, thanks I a guess? lot, Joe."
1: Like, I cannot, I really side with Joe in a lot of things, but I just cannot get on board with her.
0: Dude, you were at my engagement party. If my best
1: friend came to me and said, I'm having reservations about marrying this guy, I would say, look, I will support you either way. If you want to walk away from this, we can do that right now. But if you want to move forward with it, it's your decision and yours alone. Yeah. I don't know how you could insert yourself.
0: Well, they're not best friends.
1: Well, I mean, there are no Allison and Joe, or they were friends. Yeah. Who can keep up?
0: So Jane doesn't want Joe's friendship. She's like, consider yourself hired help. Mm. So they're they're not cool anymore.
1: On the outs. Next up, we are at Peter's office where Kimberly is visiting, and she's saying that she does not want to go back to the mental institution, but Peter is explaining to her that sh- that's one of the only places she's allowed to go.
0: Yeah, why, why doesn't she understand that she can't just roam free after like...
1: <laughs> uh, after uh, trying to murder people.
0: After like, what, a few days at Peter's?
1: <laughs> From what Dan wants to like into 9-11. <laughs>
0: yeah, that shit was catastrophic. But um, she's like, I've been doing so well. Peter's like, well, yeah, that's why the (laughs) the doctors have allowed me to turn your sensor off and grant you permission to go to the place you blew up two months ago. That
1: is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Great idea, guys. He said the judge is allowing this. Oh that the judge God. is going to turn off her sensor so she can then be face to face with the people who she wanted to kill.
0: Yeah, come check it out.
1: What is wrong with this universe? It's
0: like bringing the terrorists to ground zero of nine eleven. <laughs>
1: it's so crazy. What
0: in the hell? So that's a thing there. She's she's getting to go to this party that how did she hear about it?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, how did Peter get uh, an invitation?
0: Um, Amanda hates him. Like Kimberly doesn't know anything. She's not allowed (laughs) to leave the house. How do they know this party is around? No
1: idea. I have maybe Amanda made up flyers or something and put them around the neighborhood.
0: We survived the blast. Everyone, come (laughs) over.
1: But we do learn that Peter thinks that visiting the scene of the crime is going to help in her healing. He also thinks it would be beneficial for her to go to the laundry room where the real crap went down. Where she held a
0: blowtorch to Sydney's face. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: She's like, I don't want to face those people, Peter. (laughs) Peter's like, you need to apologize to the people you hurt. It's all part of the healing process. (laughs) So <laughs>
1: Now, all the while, they're in Peter's office talking, but you'll remember who's the receptionist <laughs> at Peter's office. Sydney. <laughs> and Sydney ain't no spring chicken when Kimberly's around. She's got her ear to the ground. She wants to know what little plans they are like popping up so she can create her own plans with Michael. So, Sydney's a human wiretap. <laughs> she really is, and she's just listening well, at the door, like, "Ooh, what are they saying?"
0: And I'm, I'm not sure it's just lazy writing because they're like, "Okay, so how can we make things juicy? We need to make Sydney there. I don't know all the time, and then how can she figure out all the things that Peter's doing? Oh, make her the receptionist, and then anytime Peter's on the phone, have her pick it up." <laughs> It sounds great, Jim. Yep, <laughs> put, it, put it to paper. Let's get it done. So she's got. A, she's reporting to Michael that Kimberly is going to be at the apartment for and the party.
1: They're thinking it's the first time that Mirror Buddy Fake Henry can make his debut.
0: Henry too will be deployed. <laughs> so let's head on over to Shooters. Where let's, guys, let's call Shooters what it is. This is joe complain place <laughs> <laughs> it
1: really is they
0: gotta change the sign on the door <laughs> hi J-
1: welcome to joe complain place
0: oh god jake. my this life sucks. is horrible she's always sitting in the same seat bugging jake i'd be like for fuck's sake joe like get a life
1: <laughs> <laughs> well she's complaining again about how jane is a piece of work All she wanted to do was help her, and now it's blown up in her face.
0: And Jane, Jane didn't, did Jane really deny, oh yeah, Jane did deny that she didn't love Peter.
1: Well, no, no, you mean Richard.
0: Joe says that Jane denies saying that she didn't love Richard. But she didn't. No,
1: yeah, yeah. So she tells Jake, she's like, and she totally pretended, like, tried to deny it. It's like, she did not try to deny it. She was
0: mad that you told her. Yeah. (laughs) She's not saying I did not. Joe's like
1: giving Jake the wrong story.
0: Yeah. So Joe wants to go out with Jake, but Jake's like, um, I'm at work.
1: <laughs> like you're. She's like, yeah, I don't want to sit here and watch you work. He's like, have some dinner here. And she's yeah. like, I want to go out with you alone. And he's like, well, I'm working right I'm now. I'm
0: actually working right now. I can't. Here, here's some beer nuts.
1: <laughs> so they make a plan that tomorrow they're going to go to Amanda's little, we survived Wait, the blast.
0: <laughs> now, this is where I'm upset because Jake's like, hey, why don't you come to this party at your apartment? <laughs> How do you know about this? Like, Joe doesn't live there?
1: No, she knows, but she's like, oh, that's so lame. And he's like, no, but we'll go for a couple, like an hour, get the free food and booze, and then we'll go back to our place. And it's like, you can go back to your place every night.
0: Jenny, that's like me inviting you to like the back porch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, there's a thing going on back there. We'll hang out there. It's like, are you kidding me? This is directly outside of her apartment.
1: You want to swing by?
0: Yeah, this is not a date. <laughs> hey, come on home. Hey, you
1: want to sit on patio furniture? There's a thing I got going on. Yeah, outside. this is the
0: laziest date ever. <laughs> come on, Jake. So let's go to weird dinner at, at Matt's parents. Oh, good gracious. Matt is at his parents' having dinner. They always fight. I feel bad.
1: Yeah, but it's like over nothing. I don't understand why they get so upset. So he's trying to explain to his parents about... um, (laughs) I mean, he's got a lot of explaining to do. I mean, he just got out of being held for murder.
0: I get... They try to go bare bones with, like, the core of this whole, like, death of Paul.
1: So he's like, so here's the deal. I can either have my old job back or... I can get 50 grand in cash.
0: And then Matt's dad's like, you're a fucking paper pusher. (laughs) Why don't you go to med school, asshole? No,
1: he starts to like tell him what he should do. And then the mom interjects and she's like, oh, we'd never tell you what to do with, with your life, Matt. And it's kind of like, well, Matt was kind of opening it up to like asking you his opinion. But then we learn, you know,
0: Matt's mom's name is, (laughs) No Constance
1: Constance (laughs) Connie
0: Constance Fielding Connie
1: Fielding
0: Played by Claudette Nevins (laughs) All these names sound like they've been made up Like they're fake
1: (laughs) Claudette Nevins
0: Claudette Nevins um, She was in Sleeping with the Enemy Jag um, Eulogy And Star Trek Insurrection And Allie McBeal. But yeah.
1: You got Matt's dad?
0: Matt's dad is... I feel like we've done him before, but...
1: I feel like we've done both of them before. Oh,
0: did you know Matt Fielding is a junior?
1: (laughs) I didn't.
0: (laughs) He is. Matt Fielding Sr. is played Uh. by... By James Handy.
1: (laughs) Fun fact: He was a junior.
0: (laughs) Fun fact:
1: That is a good one. That's good for Melrose Place trivia.
0: Yeah. So James Handy, he oh dude, he's been in some good stuff. Um, Arachnophobia, um, Jumanji, oh, and The Rocketeer, and K Nine. Uh, He's also in a 2017 short called Woman Child. (laughs) I don't know why that's hilarious to me right now.
1: It's funny to me too. Uh,
0: He was in Suburbicon. That's a big movie. Uh, 2017.
1: Now, Matt's dad (laughs) keys us all in on this backstory that Matt was actually in medical school.
0: Yeah. And then Matt's like, well, I don't want to be a doctor because all the other doctors are in it for money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to oh. help people. What? Well, that's pretty much what doctors do, but they get paid bank to do it. Yeah, the and dad's I'm like,
0: like, well, help people being a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, It doesn't make sense. Just because like the, everyone else is in it for the money doesn't mean you have to be. But you could still be a doctor.
1: And make a lot of money. So the dad just wants Matt to have financial stability and security. And then. I totally get. And I felt like they weren't fighting, but the mom was like, can we please just stop? And then, like, she. Can we have a nice dinner? Yeah, and she, like, leaves. And I just was thinking, like, they're just talking.
0: And then you noticed that all their wine glasses have water in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were drinking. Water out of wine glasses I'm like
0: It's the worst dinner ever <laughs> And Like I I like The continuity though Like We, we know where Matt Gets all his anger It's his, his father Yeah he's so High strung They're so passionate The fielding
1: <laughs> They really are And he's a junior
0: And he I mean He like doesn't father
1: like son Yeah
0: But he doesn't help him out He's been He's gotten his ass kicked Like three times He's disowned them He's been involved in a murder (laughs) and and in a murder trial. (laughs) Like if I was him, if Matt was my kid, I'd be like, just chill the (laughs) fuck out, man. Come on.
1: Okay, now we go to the Maritania, which is Haley's yacht.
0: Haley Armstrong.
1: (laughs) His vessel on the sea.
0: Dinner with Allison. But it's never on the sea. It's always
1: it's part. always docked. They never actually take it out. They're always just there at the dock. And they've just had a lovely dinner and they're looking out at the sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And Allison is like, oh, Haley, wait, I'm confused. You had me over to talk about business, but this doesn't seem like it's business related. Hey, bitch, you ain't
0: confused. <laughs> this is your M.O. Yeah. Like, look at her previous Partners, she is in a very familiar place with an older rich man being wooed. That's like core Allison, that's almost her personality.
1: But she's being, she's keeping to her integrity. And she says, Look, I just can't be a part of some scheme to break up Billy and Brooke. I just want to step away from it and get it out of my life.
0: Maybe her being blind was a metaphor, like, she's still blind. <laughs> Maybe. She just has no idea what the hell's going on around her.
1: So Haley's just like looking at her and he's like, Well, I was wondering what it would be like to kiss you.
0: And Ugh! that works.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, Well, let me show you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Come on, pucker up. Pucker up, grandpa
1: they kiss yeah oh. but, like, I, but it makes me happy i mean like it's gross to see but it's like yeah this is gonna be some great fodder down the line we mm. want to torment the shit out of Brooke.
0: i want i want billy and and Brooke to walk in on them doing it and she's like
1: daddy <laughs> it's coming man don't Why? worry okay so now we go to Uh, Mancini, or sorry, Hart Mancini Mm -hmm. designs. Mm -hmm. And Richard is doing some sketches in
0: Mm. his his With like Crayola colored pencils.
1: And Jane comes in and he's like, what do you want, Jane?
0: Jane, what do you want? I'm busy. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jane's like, uh, hi, Richard. Uh, My name is Jane. And now I know what love is. There's all types. There's kind of love. There's like I want to love. And then there's like real love. And then Richard's like, why don't you save me the recap, Jane? I know what love is.
1: (laughs) She says that Joe took something that she said out of context and that she really wants to continue on with their engagement. And she shows him the ring and he's like, and she says, I'm still wearing this. And he's like, well, Jane, it's strictly business.
0: Yeah strictly business and uh fuck you <laughs> but like yeah yo, you cannot trust jane she was the one forcing the wedding you know she was the one at the at the um at the engagement party like come on let's go upstairs hey this wedding's gonna be great i can't wait to get married and now she's in his office like oh i was scared i was scared to get married i couldn't say i loved you
1: huh well, Dan, they've only known each other for two months, so love is love. <laughs> when you know, you know.
0: But she she flip flopped, and he's he's like, "Look, you can't do this now. I know, I know what's up. I know what's going on."
1: We now head over to Melrose Place, where the best party ever is taking place.
0: What were you? We watching the same thing? They
1: got lanterns, Dan, hanging over the the pool. They have a great spread. It's really popping.
0: That party sucks. I liked it better when Matt was, like, put, <laughs> putting them together. He was the workhorse.
1: Matt was, like, the, the caterer. <laughs> Matt,
0: get my CDs.
1: Go get me a blender of margaritas.
0: Okay, I got to make the food. I'll be right back. What are we like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Jane walks into Melrose Place with Shelly, and Jake is like, hey, where where's Joe at? And Jane's like, um... I don't know where your big mouth girlfriend said, what your big mouth girlfriend said, but there was no shoot today. So if you think she's there, she ain't.
1: So Jake is like, okay, sorry. And Shelly witnesses this and she, he's like, what's wrong with her? And Jake says, well, Joe and Jane are fighting now. So, Shelly's like, I'm just here to pick up some of my stuff, but let's hang out. And they start like,
0: no, no, no. Jake is like, well, fuck you, Joe. You're not here, so let's get some food. That's what he says. Yeah, sure. to
1: Shelly. Yeah. So they're they're gonna hang out now.
0: It's like he realized that Joe didn't come to his date at her own <laughs> her own courtyard. Did they and even then he's, say a time? And then immediately he's like. Fuck her, let's go back to <laughs> Shelly. Let's go hang out. So they run off.
1: Now, this is like everyone showing up to this. Now Jack co- shows up. How does Jack know about the party? Oh, because Brooke told him.
0: Brooke again. Yet
1: another thing that Brooke has done to Amanda. And it's just like, why is Amanda Standing for this. No idea. She's like Amanda I even says, Jack how did you know about the party? And then Brooke is like, ooh, I may have let it slip. Oops. Mm, sorry. When
0: you, when you kicked me out of your office for bringing Jack there I didn't understand that you didn't want Jack anywhere. So
1: I got I brought the guy that used to abuse the shit out of you back to your house and
0: Oopsies. <laughs>
1: sorry. I, <laughs> hope you don't
0: raise my rent. <laughs> but she is looking hot as hell in that like red dress she's got on but in, the, in this scene when they first roll up like Billy is like jerking off the bottom of a beer bottle <laughs> in his hand he's like Ew. he's like holding it with one he's just like mm.
1: <laughs> I love that. I wish that people Ugh. could see what you just did mm. okay, it's, not it's the bottom and though. why do you make that noise <laughs> that's, that's
0: how I that's how I imagine Billy getting down Oh god. Oh boy. But okay. I mean yeah, so Billy was doing that and a ma- Allison shows up and Brooke is like, "Hey, Allison, where's daddy?"
1: <laughs> and she's like, "I don't know. Maybe you should call home."
0: This is it's already weird. It's already mother-daughter.
1: Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> She's like, "Can I go outside?" <laughs>
1: You can, but be back by nine.
0: Yeah. And so um, Amanda now like leaves this conversation. She walks over and she sees Michael and Sydney. They're always eating.
1: And God love them. That's what I when I go to parties like that, it's like, get that plate Fill loaded plate. up. Drink as much as you can. Make this shit worthwhile.
0: But they remember they did. They always do the same thing with them, even at Jane's party. They just, like, make sure that they're eating. Michael's great talking while he's eating. Mm -hmm. He's always like, "Yep, well, (laughs) yeah, how you doing? Yeah, this is great. (laughs) And he's he's always got something going on. Amanda
1: notices it, and she's like, okay, guys, go easy on the buffet. But you can tell that they've got something up their sleeve. And it just really makes me yearn for the... Sydney and Michael of old.
0: They need like, to be together.
1: And it's just we we're not really spending a lot of time on their personal relationship. Like, are they together, or are they just like a uh, like diabolical team trying to f over Kimberly? Or is this, is there anything romantically involved with them?
0: Sort of. I mean, it's there, but
1: they make the most sense out of everybody in the entire cast yeah if there are two people more suited to be together it's them yeah they like why can't they just be together
0: they have good lines in this interaction with amanda where amanda's like why hey you guys better stop eating up all the food and they're like hey well we deserve this food because we saved all your lives and without us there'd be no guests for this party (laughs) which (laughs) is true kind of true it's very true but as they're talking but if
1: it wasn't for them Kimberly wouldn't want to kill anybody either so <laughs> they mm. pretty much spawned the Kimberly wanting to murder people
0: true yeah but uh as they're talking Kimberly and Peter show up Kimberly looks fantastic she's got this like cut off uh black sweater and black pants looking fresh to death no monitor and Peter like strolls her in and Amanda's like okay, oh, is Jesus Christ.
1: Have all the demons in hell come back to haunt me? <laughs> Which is so true. Like Peter, Kimberly, Jack, Michael,
0: they're all there.
1: Sydney. They're all there. It's like, and how do they know about the party?
0: Amanda has had sex with how many people at this party? Like all the guys.
1: All the guys.
0: Billy. Jake. Check. Michael. Check.
1: Peter. Wait. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She fucked Michael? Yeah, check, check.
0: And Peter.
1: And Jack because she was married and to And Jack. Duh.
0: Five dudes. <laughs> there's not, There's not a dude at this party Amanda hasn't had sex with. PS. Peter and Kimberly are sort of on the outside of the of the 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 entire party and um Peter is like, "Hey, I'm sorry. We're here." Kimberly has something to say, and everyone's like, Yeah, well fucking send it in a letter and then throw it out to sea. <laughs> Put it in a bottle and throw it out to sea. And um
1: Kimberly she, says, I'm
0: b- Well, before before she gets into, into what she says, Amanda's like, No, I don't want to hear it. Get out of here. And then Jake speaks up while he's sitting with Shelly outside and he's like, Let her speak. <laughs> Like he's the king of Melrose, place. And then Amanda just listens to that and she's like, okay, go ahead.
1: So Kimberly says, I'm so, so sorry. I know you all hate me and you've lost so much because of me. I can't forgive myself, but I'm begging you to forgive me. Now, the only person that, the, that seems to be affected by this in any way is Amanda. Mm-hmm. And she says, Well, you know, it took a lot of guts for you to come here and apologize. And for what it's worth, fine. I accept your apology. And she's like, Oh, thank you. But then, of course, Sydney and Michael <laughs> are like, uh, How about don't call us? We'll call you.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kimberly, yeah, Kimberly's like, I owe a special apology to you, Amanda. Because it was your building and all, <laughs> uh, and is this is this where Peter has the line to Amanda where like they they're going to work out payment for the building? No, I
1: think that's later. Is that
0: later? Okay. Uh, so yeah, we now we ha- now we go to Matt's parents, and I thought this was the same night, but apparently not. No,
1: apparently it's the night after so Matt was over at his parents' house having dinner the night before he's come back to check on dad now from the jump at this scene his dad is acting real weird mm-hmm. he's sitting in a chair like I can't I can't sleep right when things aren't right between us okay whatever you do in this life take a chance to make the most of it and he's like breathing really heavy and uh, all
0: I wrote here was why is he so out of breath is he dying <laughs> And then I wrote, yep. yep.
1: He is.
0: <laughs> he starts to immediately die. And <laughs> like
1: he starts like, oh, oh, and like he does this thing that's so quicker, comical.
0: Him or Amanda's boss <laughs> who died
1: quicker.
0: Well, who had their heart attack? Quicker? Well,
1: no, I mean <laughs> when he was dancing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Busted it on, on the dance floor. He
1: didn't die that way. Remember, yeah. he hung himself, Dan.
0: Right, right, right. He
1: just <laughs> but like the effects.
0: The effects are just like instantaneous.
1: Instant, like he all of a sudden like clutches his chest and then like like a, a second happens and then he just like his eyes roll into the back of his head and he like relaxes and it's like, he's dead. Yeah. So Matt like rushes to the phone and he's like, we need an ambulance now.
0: Yeah. Back to the party. Peter now meets Jack and Peter talks to Amanda about paying for the damages to the well, building. Dan
1: first we see Jake dancing with Shelly like very close.
0: Right. Joe's not there.
1: So, hall pass. If
0: you're not where Jake asks you to be, he's done. He's done with you. In that moment.
1: There's so many rules that Jake has, and there's it's hard to keep up.
0: Yeah. but
1: So, he says to Shelly, well, it's late. late. Joe's probably not going to make it. And then Shelly goes, yeah, I better go home. And he says, why don't I take you home? So... That's kind of suspect. Like what?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is where Peter talks to Amanda about paying for the damages,
1: right? And she introduces Peter to Jack, and he, she's like, "Yeah, this is my ex husband. This is my husband, soon to be ex." And Peter is like, "Wow, well, I can't imagine how you could let something as wonderful and amazing as Amanda slip out of your life." And Jack kind of like like acknowledges this and kind of sizes Peter up. And then Peter's like, look, Kimberly's parents are drawing up the paperwork to make restitution and we're going to have it sent over to, to your house. And she's like, fine, fine. I'll sign it. And like, he's just trying to make a connection with her to try to get back into her good graces. But frankly, Amanda's like, get away from me. All you insane men from my past. I don't want anything to do with you.
0: And stop having parties and inviting them all.
1: Now, Peter wants to get this skinny on Jack from Billy. So he asks her, he, sorry, asks him what he thinks about Peter. And Billy fills him in. He's like, he's bad news. He beat up Amanda in the past. It seems like he's just not going to leave her alone. He's still here. And I got my eye on him.
0: This party sucks. <laughs> Everyone hates one another. Yeah,
1: wh- I don't know why they're even hanging out together.
0: It's so dumb. Like I yeah, no thank you.
1: We now go to Shelley's apartment where she's in her bedroom, it's and she's, Jake's right. No, it's Shelley's, babe, because Jake took her home.
0: She now has her own apartment Rem- in Melrose Place.
1: No, she lives somewhere else, and for some reason, Jake is like, "I'll take you home." When it's like she showed up at Jake's house specifically to get her stuff. That she still needed to move out to bring back to her new place. And so Jake takes her home.
0: Are you sure? Because I I have Jake brought Shelly some boxes. Because she needed to still get shit from his place. No. That's Jake's place. No,
1: it's not.
0: Yes, it is. Because
1: Jake says, I'm not staying. That's a line he says.
0: Yeah, because he's going back to the party. Do
1: you think... Jake has all of those candles in his room? Do you think that's I Jake's room? Because
0: Shelly has know. like
1: 25 candles lit and she's sitting on the bed.
0: Why would he bring her some boxes then?
1: Maybe because he was helping her unpack.
0: So you think they took Jake, boxes Jake from? says
1: in the previous scene, I'm taking you home.
0: Okay. All right. I missed that, but I don't believe so
1: because okay then why would why would she she's sitting on the bed she's like undressing bed. herself and she goes in here Jake so Jake comes in and he sees Shelly on un- taking her shirt off and there's like 900 candles that are lit and he's like oh look you can put your shirt back on i'm not staying and Shelly is like come on Jake let me show you my appreciation. I mean, Joe's not here. And then Jake is like, no, Shelly, we talked about this. I'm with Joe. And again, Shelly's like, but she's not here. And then he turns around and leaves. Why would he leave her in his own bedroom? Do you,
0: they they kiss. What, oh, they, are, they, they what
1: are you do talking kiss. about? They kiss.
0: Yeah, even if Jake doesn't want you, he will always kiss you back. If
1: if you <laughs> he's got you on if one, if you try to kiss Jake, no matter what, he'll kiss you. you back. But then he'll say,
0: <laughs> "Can't do this."
1: No, I'm with whoever he's with at the time.
0: But he'll he's he'll get he'll get you one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> any any
0: any girl, any single girl, he's got you. So he's like, "No, nah, I can't do this." But thanks for that kiss, and then. He walks out and goes back to the party because it was his place.
1: (laughs) But why would he leave Shelly half-dressed in his room with candles burning, knowing that Joe could walk in at any time?
0: Because it looks better if he's at the party and she's in there getting the rest of her shit out, which was why they need boxes.
1: Babe, I I swear they're out of her house.
0: Why would he want to be in there while she's in there if Joe is coming? I'm telling you, man.
1: Okay, so we are back at the party. Whether or not that scene took place at Melrose Place, it's still up for debate. And Kimberly decides that now is the time that she needs to face the laundry room where the bulk of the terror took place on that fateful night. And she's like, "Peter, I don't want to go down there." Well, she like give Peter like gives her a look like, "Go on now, girl. Like,
0: Get your ass down. Go on there.
1: now." And so, Or
0: you're getting the monitor.
1: <laughs> so this is something that I think Peter feels that she needs to do by herself because he's not accompanying her. And she is going down the stairs carefully, one at a time, trying to collect her thoughts and take deep breaths. And then she rounds the corner and she sees lurking under the stairs. It's a familiar, familiar, but face it's a little off.
0: Henry too. And how crazy do you have to be to uh for one like mistake a human being for a vision that you're having? <laughs> and then you for Kimberly, you forgot your own rules. Like you only see Henry in mirrors. In
1: mirrors.
0: There's no mirrors. But there's maybe, no Henry.:
1: Maybe she thinks that she's in like phase two. Like, he's getting more real.
0: I don't know. But then she's like, she's like, she's prepared, you know? She's had her training. She tries tries her exercises. No, She's like, you're a with of my well, imagination. Well, but
1: first, Dan, let's talk about how Henry, too, is like dead on with this. He's like, he's like lurking under the stairs and he sees her and he's like, welcome back Kimberly like he's got it they
0: got him down I've
1: missed you and she's like no no I'm sorry you're you're not you're not in you're not here you're in my head oh that's not right Kimberly I'm in control she's you're like, not in control
0: you're a figment of my imagination and I want you gone <laughs> Henry's like, nope.
1: You can run, Kimberly, but I will find you. You'll never get away from me. We were meant to be one.
0: Now she like r- runs upstairs and she's totally spooked. And Michael and Sydney celebrate a victory by clinking their beers. And well, Michael's like... Looks like a bad case of the (laughs) heebie-jeebies.
1: And so she's like, uh, Peter, we have to go. And so they run out. And then Michael calls after them. Doing a hell of a job, doctor. Hell of a job, doc. (laughs) Wow. Successful.
0: They're just trying to undo her. Uh, So now we go to Wilshire Memorial where... Matt's dad's heart muscle is deteriorating and has been for quite some time.
1: Right. So Matt and his mom are talking to the doctors, and the doctor explains, you know, we've done everything we could in the last two years. Now, Matt is very surprised to hear this, and he's like, two years? I mean, this, he just had a heart attack now. Oh, no, Matt. Your father has had congenitive heart failure for several years now, and we just haven't told you about it.
0: Why is this a storyline? <laughs> what is this? No idea. Why Why do we have you know, to separate Matt from everybody?
1: You know what? Okay. You know why I think it is? Because we have to justify why Matt is going to be a doctor at Wilshire Memorial now. So we have to have this backstory about how he went to medical school and he probably like completed everything and he's short of one semester or something ridiculous. And the death of his father is going to be like, you know what? If I had, i been a doctor, I could have saved my dad's life.
0: But the, I mean, the leap that he made from like, like, assistant, like, administrative <laughs> assistant at a hospital to, like, now, like, lead tech liaison. Whatever he is. Whatever he is. We were all like, okay, you know? If one day he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm three credits short of being a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I swear. Like, I right. swear, Dan,
1: that's what it's going to be. So the, the mom is like, your dad just... Matt, Matt Sr. just didn't want to tell you, Matt, he wanted to shield you from what was going on. And then Matt's like, well, I, I wish I, I wanted to have a chance to be there for him. I mean, you guys have been there for me for all my whole life. And I've been robbed from the opportunity to be there for him. And his mom's like, well, he's still here, Matt. You can still be there for him.
0: He was too busy disowning them every time he was <laughs> mad at somebody.
1: You don't understand, Mom and Dad.
0: So now Joe comes to Jake's door. Are
1: Not Shelly's apartment, we though. Can confirm
0: this is Jake's apartment? It
1: is, this is Jake's apartment.
0: All right. Uh, she says, where were you? We had a date.
1: And Jake No, is he like, says,
0: where were you? We had a date.
1: And then she's like, what do you mean? I waited for you. And then Joe's like, well, you obviously didn't wait that long because I came to the party and you weren't there.
0: And then Jake's like, well, you don't have room for me in your life anymore. See ya.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, and they're always on the precipice of them like, oh my God, here we go. They're going to break up. But then instead of doing that, they like, they come back together again. Mm -hmm. And she's like, look, I don't want to compete with the blonde. And they're like, oh, it's okay. And they like kiss and they make up.
0: Yay. They're boring now. Yeah. They used to be cool. Now we're at Peter's. Kimberly is sleeping on the couch.
1: (laughs) All of the blinds are drawn. She just can't face the fact that Henry is making a resurgence into her life and she feels as though she's losing control and going back into insanity.
0: Peter's like,
1: up and at him, Kimberly. This is a great
0: day. You made progress. Look outside. Come on. Like, take it in. Tell me you don't see anything out there.
1: He starts opening up all of the blinds, and she's in a room that, like, the entire, like, the whole wall is made of floor-to-ceiling windows.
0: Now, Peter looks back at her, so he can't see what is behind him, which is (laughs) a man. So. A man who has been there for. Who knows
1: how long.
0: All day. Like, this is, what a commitment. Like, how much are they paying this guy? Henry,
1: too, is just waiting on the other side of the glass. Like,
0: (laughs) this dude is fucking, this dude is a method. He is like Daniel Day-Lewis method actor. And
1: Kimberly's like, well, Peter, if I told you right now that I saw something on the patio out there, would you have to commit me back to the hospital? And he's like, Well, Kimberly, yes, I would have to report that to your doctors at the mental institution, and that could result in you being recommitted. So, yes, if you did see something outside, hypothetically, um, I would have to report it. And she's like, oh, well, in that case... I don't see anything.
0: Meanwhile, Henry, too, is like foaming at the mouth <laughs> like, out there, <laughs> He's like delivering and an Oscar winning performance. The
1: crazy thing is, if Peter just turned around, he'd see him.
0: Yeah, would be like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
1: <laughs> and it's just kind of like. Who the fuck are you? Cameron really could have just been like, look at that bird outside, just to like. Gauge his reaction, but instead she's like, Nope, I don't see anything.
0: Don't see anything. Call the police. <laughs> All right. What is this contract like that he signed, this actor signed with Michael <laughs> and Sydney to like, You're just, you need to be there and be ready.
1: All the time. All day. You basically need to stalk this woman, like yeah. legit.
0: I like, what's he getting paid? Would you do it?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: You just got to, like, hang out? You're on call? Oh, my goodness.
1: We're back at D&D. Amanda is swimming laughs, which we don't see Amanda in the pool frequently. But I guess she's blowing off some steam. And Brooke approaches her to apologize for everything that she's been doing with Jack.
0: Old Amanda would have fired Brooke so quick. We've already said that before, but it's just like, wear it. Where's old Amanda?
1: Yeah, she's like, she just like blows it off. And she's like, it's, it's fine, Brooke. You just brought a man that tried to kill me back into my life. And I've been running from him for five years. And now he knows where I, I don't know how this is excusable, but she goes back into her apartment, but Brooke is still outside. Mm-hmm. And she witnesses her dad walk into the courtyard, and go over to Allison's door. Mm. Now, Haley doesn't know that Brooke is seeing this, but he knocks on Allison's door. She comes out, and she's like, Haley, oh, what are you doing here? Is something wrong? And he responds, I know it's late. I just couldn't sleep. Did you get any of my messages? And Allison invites him in. Mm -hmm. And of course... Brooke is like seething with anger seeing this go down. Daddy, don't.
0: Now Haley's talking to Allison and he's like, I can't get you off off of my mind. And Allison says she can't rush into this.
1: But Allison does admit that she's been thinking about him too. Now, Brooke has now moved over to their apartment because they're inside now. And Brooke is like outside just spying on them.
0: Haley's got the line of the episode and he's like, look. Thinking is completely overrated. Let's just do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The only way to do this is to jump in head first. And Allison is like, you're right. And they just start passionately making out. Let's just
0: do this. And
1: there's no guarantees. But that's life. I mean, you got to live. You've got to feel and hurt. And if it's not going to work out, it doesn't. But at least we will have loved than not have loved at all. Let's have fun. Loved and lost, whatever that saying is. This is so
0: far removed from... Let's remember that Allison was employed by this man and worked in China or Japan? China. Yeah, worked in China with a made up position, all so that she would not interfere with Brooke and Billy's.
1: Brooke trying to steal her man away.
0: Yeah. So, how is she so quick to then fuck the guy who put this plan to action? But,
1: you know, okay, uh, Allison isn't blind to this either. Like, she. Yeah, she is. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh,
1: well, um, I'm sure she understands the ramifications of her hooking up with Brooke's dad. And even though she can try to play like, I don't want to get involved. Like that is the biggest slap in the face to Brooke. Like you steal my man. I'm going to sleep with your dad. Mm. I mean, that's that's pretty heavy.
0: I think Allison's had the most sex on Melrose Place.
1: I don't know. You just established that Amanda had sex with five guys.
0: (laughs) Let's see if I can do this. All right. Allison's got Keith.
1: And that was only the second guy she had sex with, remember?
0: Oh, yeah. So Allison's got Keith. Allison's got Billy. Allison's got...
1: Chris Angel.
0: Yeah. uh, Her party guy. She's got the one night stand. Oh, yeah. Um, With the dude from work who, Yeah, like, yeah And like shit on her Yeah She's got Did she have sex with Micro Cop?
1: Yeah, I think Steve McMillan? Yeah Yeah
0: Definitely did it to Steve That's five Right there And then Hmm There's gotta be one more Haley Haley Six So she's at six Is there more? Has she done, done it with more people?
1: Only time will tell, Dan.
0: Yeah, I think she's at six. That's a lot.
1: Uh, For for
0: more than Amanda. I
1: don't know. So, we are at Wilshire Memorial, and Matt is at Dad's hospital bed, and, and Dad is giving him, imparting some wisdom that he just wanted to tell him that it's hard to watch Matt Jr. struggle. And he says, forgive an old guy for being impatient, and... Matt apologizes and the dad is like no Matt you're better than anything I could have ever hoped for or imagined I have a lot of faith in you and I know that you're take gonna take care of your mother yeah so like he he's giving him this like speech and then like the heart monitor starts like picking up and it's like beep 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 and then he's like he he He's like I I, I feel weak. I, I can't I can't catch my breath. I'm so <gasps> cold. <laughs> Take care of your mother. And then Matt is like, I love you, Dad. I love you. Beep. Mm. Now, okay. Matt Senior almost had my vote for bitch of the week. You want to know why? <laughs> Here's why. Freaking Matt's mom, the woman that he has been with. For his entire like adult life, they they had Matt together. She's been by his side. She's the confidant. She's the one that's been taking care of him for two years. She's right there. He's on his deathbed, and he can't even look at his wife and say, "I love you, honey." He's like, "Take care of your mother." It's like, "Bitch, I'm right here. <laughs> you can say your goodbyes to me too." That's a fair comment. It's not all about Matt. I mean. Matt's our child, but you wouldn't have Matt if it wasn't for me. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's the ultimate diss. You're only where's the
0: kids? You're focusing, the kids. focusing
1: on one member of your family on your deathbed saying goodbye and totally ignoring the woman that stood by you, that's been your backbone, that's been the person that has gotten you through your heart failure days. Well, not even he doesn't look at her.
0: Also, keep in mind, she's had a lot more time to... She's had two years. Oh, don't
1: defend him. She's
0: had two years to understand the situation. Matt's had two days.
1: Look, I didn't nominate him. him. I didn't nominate him for Bitch of the Week, but he was close.
0: I mean, I saw the the writing in the sand. Anytime Matt sees his dad, his dad gets worse. (laughs) It's uh, (laughs) a... That's what's going on. So if Matt wanted to keep his dad alive, he should have just left the room. Now, Allison.
1: It's the next day.
0: Allison's. Haley's leaving in the morning. She's got
1: her robe on. They're having a kiss at the door.
0: Definitely hit it. Now,
1: this is coincidentally happening at the same time that Brooke is just leaving her apartment to go for a run. And she sees daddy leaving Allison's apartment and she's pissed.
0: Allison's got an upgraded robe from Old Faithful. And yeah. this is the ultimate fuck you to Brooke. Like Totally. She banged her dad.
1: So Brooke goes downstairs, basically pushes herself into Allison's apartment. And she's like, so you're sleeping with my father now. How does he compare to Billy?
0: And that line, that line is very disturbing
1: yeah well I don't even know That's why first- you would want to think of your father having sex or being in a sexual situation I would never number one want to think about it but then go to a sexual partner of my father's and ask her what it was like to have sex with my dad how was
0: it doing <laughs> that it makes me my like want to
1: barf just thinking about it
0: how's it compared to my husband who you've also had sex with ugh and then, and then Brooke is Brooke sort of lays it out, tries to like make Allison feel stupid. And she's like, "What lines did he use?" And she's just firing him out, like, "Well,
1: and coincidentally, Brooke overheard the lines that Haley used the night before because she eavesdropped on their conversation. Right. So he, she just spits that right back out to Allison, and she says. Oh, I know it's late, but I just can't stop thinking about you. And there's just like a little glimmer of recognition in Allison's facial features, and it's like, oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Works every time.
0: Yeah, that's 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 interesting that Brooke. Well, I mean, it's sneaky of Brooke to to pull that to try to make her feel terrible. But it yeah, works. but
1: it's totally within Brooke's character. I mean, that's just. That's Otherwise,
0: her. I took it as like, ew, like how does Brooke just like know her dad's pickup <laughs> lines? What are you this d- time? Isn't the first time I've sat at the door and like...
1: Listened to everything listen. that my dad <laughs> yeah. did with a woman?
0: Gross. So now let's head over to Mackenzie Hart.
1: Dan, it's now Hart Mancini Designs.
0: Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. I don't, In my mind... Mackenzie's still alive. (laughs) Uh, Joe and Richard are very close in proximity, physical proximity. And they're going over whatever they've been working on after hours under, under Jane's radar.
1: Now, Jane comes in and basically dismisses Joe. And Jane is like, look, if Joe's bothering you, Richard, I can have her out of your hair. And he's like, no, actually, Jane... Joe's really helping me.
0: <laughs> I like having her here, Jane. And then Jane Jane's brought lunch for just her and and him.
1: Yeah, and that gets that gets Joe out of the room. Now Jane finally recognizes what's going on here, and they're looking at photographs from a shoot that she wasn't aware of. And she says, "Oh." There was a shoot the other night. I I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah, it's our men's line. She's like, oh, let
0: me see. And then she's got the magnifying glass. She's like, these are great. Who's the designer? And he's like, me. She's like, oh, Richard, that's great. What is the fabric? I would have used this fabric, blah, blah, blah. She's already.
1: And she starts trying to like.
0: Already in there trying to put her touch on it.
1: Yeah, trying to like take his designs and kind of change them. And he's like, no, I don't want any of your input, Jane.
0: Richard's like, the men's line's a separate company, and Jane, you have no say in it.
1: And Jane's like, but Richard, we have a partnership. Uh, you need to run all this by me.
0: He's like, No, I don't. <laughs> this is a separate company. You you have no say whatsoever. <laughs> he created a whole company. <laughs>
1: a whole company God and damn. he's already in production. He already has got the men's line going and he already has photos done for it.
0: And I, I appreciate this storyline so much because it's been hinted at and built. Uh, I, I hate the ones that just appear out, out of, of nowhere. Like
1: oh, Matt's been in medical school for nine years. Yeah. It's like shit that you're like, no, he hasn't.
0: Or or like Jack Parisi. Like, like okay. Who are you? The only build up to that was like, Oh, an ID, a photocopy ID. And
1: honestly, okay, does Jack look like he's like seriously like twenty three to you? Yeah, he looks so much younger than Amanda. It's like five years ago we were married. I was like five yeah, years ago you when were you were, were sixteen, <laughs> and Amanda was like thirty.
0: Yeah, uh, this but this storyline I I do like because he he had been doing hiding the, sketches, the papers yeah. doing in one episode, then like doing the sketches in another.
1: They really developed this. Yeah. I mean, two episodes to develop something like that it's, is.
0: It, I appreciate that's, it. That's
1: a lot for Melrose Place. And <laughs> it's then, a and lot.
0: And then involving Joe, like the relationship with, with with Richard and Joe has been sort of hinted at. Mm-hmm. Him like coming to her and being like, I want you to put in a good word with Jane. <laughs> <laughs> she likes you.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Yeah, it's good. We now go to Wilshire Memorial... Where Amanda is there for checkup because if you if you forgot guys Amanda did have cancer and beat it within like twenty minutes. Yeah, so she did. she's got to get checked up, and Peter is very happy to run into her in the halls, and he's like, Amanda, what are you doing here? And she's like, um, I'm here for my checkup. I'm healthy as an ox. What do you want?
0: Just here at the ER for my checkup. <laughs> that is an emergency.
1: And now. Peter wants to know a little bit more about Jack. He's like, Look, I know your soon to be ex husband is giving you problems, and I want you to know, like, I'm here for you.
0: She's like, Fuck off. I'm meeting him. I'm meeting his fiance tonight. He doesn't want me. It's all good.
1: And he even says, He's never going to leave you alone, Amanda. It's like, Yeah, because he's like the kind of man you are, Peter. You're never going to leave her alone.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, Peter, um, I'll take my chances with Jack because. He just punched me in the face. He didn't give me an immediate appendicitis. Like,
1: he tried to do an an operation on me me. and take my vital organs out.
0: Yeah, what is this? Hostile? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) That's some psycho shit. You tried to kill me, dude. Like, for real? I got you put in prison. You were disbarred from practicing medicine. Jesus.
1: Okay, so. He's
0: no better.
1: <laughs> Dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like, I know it because I am it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not only am I a client.
1: I'm the president <laughs> of the stalker men that want to
0: kill women club. Yeah. Now, we got Haley and Allison.
1: They're back on the Martina having a nice evening together.
0: Um, She just shows up on the boat and no Haley's taking a call he's on the phone and allison shows up and he's like "Well, i gotta go something important just walked through the door oh <laughs> yeah so uh she shows up at the boat and she wants to talk about what what brooke said about his his line that that got her into bed and allison's like well you know he's like i don't know where she got that and allison says last night was perfect and Maybe it should have been one night and that's it. And that's cool because I'm used to that. I used to be a party girl.
1: And then she's like, I'm always chasing Mr. Wrong. And then Haley said, well, do you ever think that I could be Mr. Right?
0: And you've been waiting for me?
1: Your whole life? (laughs)
0: How did this work? You're old enough to be your dad.
1: And, you know, he... (laughs) You've been waiting for me your whole life while you were an infant and I was in college. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: then when I sent you to China to, like...
1: But he does acknowledge, look, Brooke is my kid. I am not going to turn my back on her. She's always going to have issues about this, but I'm not willing to give you up. Like, I'm liking this, and Brooke can, like... Get over
0: it. Yeah, he really doesn't care about Brooke at all. He's like, "She's just a stupid ass kid." Who cares? It's only my daughter. It's weird. <laughs> now, Michael and Sydney are listening to like a love line. Well,
1: yeah, Mike they're they're working late and Michael has the radio on, mm-hmm. and Sydney's like, "What do you listen to this crap?" And it's like a call-in Radio show, kind of like you said, like love line, but more like, oh, I'm a doctor and I talk to people about their problems.
0: Guess who the doctor was? Who? Guess.
1: Delilah. Nope. Doctor Wendy Walsh.
0: And not her first time on this show either.
1: Doctor who?
0: Joyce Brothers.
1: Oh,
0: she was. She was a doctor on. I think like Allison's dating. Videos, like video dating.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But she, yeah, she's voicing, she's herself on the...
1: I guess she had like a call-in radio show. Yeah, I guess so. And a familiar voice comes over the airwaves. And we hear this person say, Hi, my name is Kimberly. Now this makes Sydney and Michael perk up. And they're like, wait, could it be? And she starts going into some... Very personal details that Sidney and Michael recognize.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't. Dr. Joyce Brothers is dead. I didn't know that.
1: Sorry to hear that. That's
0: sad. Um. But yeah, so Michael, Kimberly's going into details about
1: marrying the psychotic doctor and then having his pip squeak of a mistress trying to kill her. Michael and
0: then, gets pissed. He's like, hey, what the
1: hell? Hey, uh, what about all the times that she trying to kill me? And As,
0: Sydney has this quick little...
1: Like, oh, take a, oh, a pill, yeah, Michael. Take a
0: pill, it's fine.
1: And then they decide we have to torture her. Because
0: then she said, Kimberly then is discussing all the... Uh, she's explaining who Ki- who Sydney is to Dr. Joyce mm-hmm. Brothers and then Sydney gets pissed off. And then Michael says, I know, I know, my little pip squeak.
1: <laughs> and it's just kind of like.
0: We're just going to have to make her even crazier. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Now, final scene of the app. We are at Jack's like freaking mansion. <laughs>
0: That guy moves quick.
1: When did he did he move to L.A.? I mean, I know he's starting a cable system and all.
0: He had that, the, the first episode he was in, he had that guy eating the hot dog move it all. You okay, Mr. Parisi?
1: <laughs> Yo, Mr. Parisi,
0: can I have a couple of hot dogs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he has this gorgeous mansion, and Amanda knocks on the door carrying a bottle of wine, and she's like, hi, I'm here to meet your fiance." Why in the world would you agree to go to this guy's house?
0: This is silly. What is
1: wrong with you?
0: You know, this is even more silly because of previous scenes. Like, she went to great lengths to, like, show Billy... This safe deposit box with all like the
1: If something happens to me, me. look at these pictures that have no dates on them and you could not verify that they're real at all and give them to the police. Yeah, she's let me continuously put myself in harm's way.
0: She's cancelled flights and like ran from him at the airport, and now you're just going by by yourself to his house.
1: What is wrong with you?
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: So she walks in and she goes into like the living room and there's that awful portrait of her above the fireplace. And she's very surprised. And she's like, Jack, why do you have this here? And he's like, oh, I brought it with me from Miami. And,
0: and why is it in the foyer? Yeah, and
1: she's like, uh, don't you think your fiance is going to be a little upset to see this? And he's like, yeah, I, my fiance, she's here. Because she's you. You're the only wife that I'll ever have. No,
0: Amanda's like, Where is she, Jack?
1: (laughs) And he's like, she's he's like, she's you.
0: Yeah. And he's then like she tries to make a run for it, and he grabs her and he's like, Ha ha ha, Amanda, you're mine. For the rest of your life. Tonight and for the rest (laughs) of your life. And that's like this wasn't a trick. This wasn't like...
1: It's so stupid. We, and
0: We never once thought that this wasn't going to happen.
1: And honestly, it's just kind of like, Amanda, you're too smart for this.
0: Yeah, like how... It,
1: how has she become this insane pushover? Like... Okay, Brooke, walk all over me and, oh, this guy's back in my life. Well, I guess instead of getting a restraining order or trying to, like, get him out of my life, I'll just accept it.
0: Yeah, like, you've not duped anyone. And then look at it from Jack's side. Now what? You're just going to keep her there? Are you going to murder her? People are going to figure this out very quickly that you've got her.
1: It's so weird.
0: It's so stupid. Anyway, that's
1: where we end the episode.
0: So, let's recap this mofo.
1: Jane and Joe are on the outs.
0: Party at Melrose. Very inappropriate.
1: The new Henry is on the scene and tormenting Kimberly.
0: Peter and Kimberly go to the party to apologize to everyone and make nice.
1: Matt's dad has a heart attack and dies.
0: Haley gets it in with old Allison Parker.
1: Shelly comes on to Jake again.
0: Richard has a secret men's line that (laughs) Jane can't meddle with.
1: (laughs) Jack has Amanda captive.
0: And Kimberly relapses.
1: 90s moments. What you got?
0: I got the wallpaper at Matt's parents.
1: Oh, so 90s.
0: Very 90s. The
1: term cable system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got uh, calling a 976 number.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Those 1900s? Yeah. Um, Margarine commercials. Back in the 90s, people thought that like margarine is so oh, yeah. much better for you. You put in chemicals into your body that mimics butter but doesn't have the fat of it. That's good for you.
0: My favorite were Fabio's.
1: Oh, yeah, he was good. Like, I can't I, believe it's not butter. You can do it so much better.
0: I can't believe it's no butter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good with voices. It's crazy. I can't believe
0: it's no butter. <laughs> uh, I've got a father sitting by a fan. That's kind of 90s. Wait, what? <laughs> Just like an old dad, like sitting by a fan <laughs> blowing on him. Does that happen still? I
1: mean, I do it if I can be my. Like
0: you're in a room like, for the sole purpose uh, of. You're in one room for the sole purpose of being fanned mm. by like an oscillating fan.
1: I've definitely done that before, especially when you do your makeup and you're so hot, you're sweating, and your makeup is like not sticking to your face. So you have to sit in front of a fan to like cool down before you can actually do your makeup. Yeah, I know you've had that experience so many times
0: i've got a 70s moment say it all of sydney's clothing
1: that's like a 60s moment that's like but in the 90s like that mod style came back in a big way
0: they've really changed her because remember she was all like she's had the most wardrobe change throughout the series Mm -hmm. she was like skipper Kid sister.
1: Then she tried to emulate Kimberly and wear, like, all the long florals and the hide, like, mock mm-hmm. turtlenecks.
0: Then she was, like, stripper. fucking stripper, hooker, and then, like, pimp, like, power suit wearing. Yeah. Now she's, like, 60s, 70s strip. Like, mod uh, girl. Uh, uh, Like, workforce girl. Like,
1: go-go boots and, like, really... Crazy bold colors, and
0: yeah, she's I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining, she looks good.
1: I also have um, Haley's throw pillows on the boat, the color scheme of that purple, teal, and pink mm-hmm. like those colors together are so 90s to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. What else? What else?
1: The Colin Radio Show. I'm a big fan of radio, I still listen to a lot coast to coast one of my favorites but i think that it's kind of becoming more of a novelty and mm-hmm. not as widely accepted to like call into a show and ask for advice
0: now you write in the podcast mm. <laughs> we could get a hotline i know some <laughs> podcasts that do that yeah
1: who would call it? like one person <laughs>
0: no, no no like they um they have a they have a hotline and you leave they, messages and you leave voicemail yeah and then the voicemails are MP3s, so you oh, can just add cool. them in. Maybe we'll do it. If it costs money, we won't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do cheap.
0: But maybe we will. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for 90s moments.
1: Me too. But, Dan, hmm. every episode has a lesson that we can take away and apply to our own lives. What did you learn from Let the Games Begin?
0: Oh, God. My, my, the lesson I can take away is never go to your ex husband who is stalking you's house to meet his new fiance. Don't do it.
1: Dan, I have the same thing. Mine is if someone used to abuse the shit out of you, don't agree to go to their home alone.
0: Yeah. Like, how many, how many things can you be thrust into doing, Amanda? Like, she's been forced to have him at the party. She's been forced to take him as an account. And now she's forced to, like, go to his place and play and nice. Like, but
1: she had, didn't even, like, like put up any. She wasn't even. Maybe, I can't even think of the word. Like, she, she didn't. Even, she wasn't.
0: Stand up for your <sighs> goddamn self.
1: I can't even think of it because my brain is dead right now.
0: You're the president of D&D. If you don't want this motherfucker at your place.
1: Say no. Say no. go to his house. Don't
0: go to his damn house. And if you don't want his account, you're the president of D&D.
1: You say, that is vetoed.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. And if people have a problem with it, call the fucking cops. I'm sorry, I'm mad.
1: God, okay, calm down.
0: Now it is time for
1: Bitch Pitch of the, the Week! I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, bitch.
0: Last bitch, week, guys, bitch, it was bitch, Joe bitch, versus Allison. And with a vote, I think, Jenny, you picked Joe. I picked Allison. Mm-hmm. And with a vote of 14 to 4, Joe is the Bitch of the Week. Jenny, you are killing
1: Whoa, it. I'm on a hot streak. Thank you, friends, for voting with me.
0: Nice song. Thanks. <laughs> so let's read the comments of That Bitch of the Week. You Ready? ready go for
1: it tara says have to give it to joe this week since when is joe the relationship guru it's not like she knows how to pick winners not her business what jane and richard do or if jane lives loves richard stay out of it you nosy bitch (laughs) i'm with you girl
0: yikes uh amanda said had to go with joe as well at least allison is carrying out an entertaining scheme Joe is just being whiny and annoying. <laughs> Even if she does think she's going the right she's doing the right thing, there are far better ways to go about it other than getting drunk and blurting stuff out.
1: Totally agree. Kevin says, gotta go with Joe this week, who is definitely not the cool aunt she once was. While I don't think neither she nor Jane are very likable this season, she definitely is the bitch of this week. Her bitch move seems out of character, but then again, I feel like the writers no longer know what to do with her character. Yeah, that's a great point. Such a shame surprisingly I feel like Allison is the most likable right now which no one would have said last season by the way dad, your Richard impressions are great keep them coming he's so bad but at least you make his presence less painful I agree with Kevin on that 100% and honestly too I do find myself siding with Allison in a lot of these situations which when she was like at her hermit days God. I couldn't even imagine liking that bitch.
0: And thanks for saying you like my Richard. <laughs> I feel like it's really coming into zone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're too good at that.
0: Oh uh, man, but yeah, remember we did used to call Joe the cool aunt. She's not doing a lot of cool she, aunt no, shit. Uh-uh. She's a rat. She's
1: not bumming you cigarettes and giving you sips of wine coolers anymore.
0: Nope, nope, nope. no
1: more Zemas for you.
0: Noah says. So this is the episode where Joe just becomes insufferable to watch for me. She has a great job, a boyfriend who adores her, but not in a I love you so much I may kill you in your sleep kind of way <laughs> like previous boyfriends. And she can't stop bitching if it's not being jealous. If it's not being jealous of Sally, she's obsessing over Jane and Richard. I don't even think she cares much about Jane She probably just has the hots for Richard and is using this as an excuse to break them up.
1: Hey. At
0: least when Sydney and Amanda plot to ruin relationships, it's entertaining. As for Allison, anything she does to make Brooke miserable is totally justified in my book.
1: Hmm. Good stuff. Donald says, sorry, I forgot to comment last week. That's okay. But I voted for Mirror Buddy, a.k.a. Henry, because if it weren't for Henry doing what he did, Kimberly wouldn't have killed him in the first place. And the mother wouldn't have had to come done what she'd done. So that's why I voted for him this week. It's Joe all the way because I don't understand why she was suddenly concerned about Richard and Jane, and that is not something that you do to a friend. It's something I certainly would not do if they're happy. Let them be happy. Don't interfere because they'll figure it out on their own, so that's why I voted for her. Now, I really don't understand Dan's argument for Allison this week. Literally makes no sense. He said in previous episodes he was hoping that Allison would get back at Brooke for sending her to Hong Kong, getting her out of D&D, stealing Billy, calling her blind bitch, that sort of thing. And Allison is getting her back for all of those things. In his argument, he said that Allison is possibly dating Brooke's father, is ruining her relationship with him. So, what you have talked in previous episode, that this dude watches her while she's having sex with guys so clearly, it's not a relationship that needs saving. I think Allison was on fire in this episode. She is kicking ass and taking names, and I hope that happens when her and Brooke's father, because it would be hilarious. Dan, them some fighting words from Donald, okay?
0: all right, all right. Jamie says... I'm going with Joe this week. Even if her concerns about Richard and Jane's relationship uh, were sincere, her actions were definitely bitchy. Allison is being a boss this week, and I love watching her get back at Brooke, who deserves everything that's coming to her.
1: Rodney says, I went with Joe, but I actually don't think either of them were really bitchy this week. At the end of the day, Joe is trying to save someone from possible heartbreak. Her heart is in the right place, even if she should mind her own business. They kind of dragged her into it first. Allison has no allegiance to Brooke, and it's about time she had interest in anyone but Billy. She doesn't owe anyone anything in this scenario. (laughs) Fuck Jane this week. You don't accept a proposal of someone who who are trying to learn to love. What the hell is that? I get she wants to move ahead in the fashion world, but doing this, it, this way is bitchy as hell. Joe's way of doing things this week was dumb, but she wasn't wrong about what Jane is doing. It's not fair to Richard.
0: Heatherina said, I have to go with Joe. She's sabotaging Jane's relationship. If Jane's relationship with Richard isn't meant to end in marriage, Then it will fall apart one way or another. I can't vote for Allison because truth be told, she looks amazing and she's always been her best when she's not with Billy.
1: Agreed. Damn. She hasn't looked... She's looked... She she has looked better this season than any other seasons we've seen her. She looks great. Yeah. Mike says... Joe is more annoying than a bitch. Jane marrying Richard not loving him is still more bitchy. Joe still saved Richard heartbreak and alimony in the long run. Oh, that's true. I picked Allison because of her stupid face. She's not a bitch. Brooke is getting what she deserves, but I always hated lame Allison. She's so wishy-washy, such a pathetic human. Come on, Keith, Billy, fried receding hairline party, dude. <laughs> That's Chris Angel to yeah. you. Mind uh, freak. <laughs> That's mine.
0: <laughs> I am the mind freak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Awkward micro that computer nerd, Steve McMillan. She just sucks ass. <laughs> 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 I forgot what, so we called it mind freak.
0: <laughs> the mind freak. <laughs> Graham says, okay, this may be a first because I can't quite bring myself to vote for either bitch nominee, and that's because the bitch this week is clearly Jane. Let's face it, Jane's behavior this season so far has been beyond the pale. Okay, so we all know that Richard Hart has the brains of a potato, (laughs) but this new version of Jane where she plays Richard like a fiddle and manipulates everyone purely for her own personal gain, literally puts my blood pressure up. Joe is really the only character to be noticing the changes in Jane. If I have a problem with Joe this week, it's that her approach isn't hard enough. I want Joe to take Jane aside and deliver a few home truths a bit like what she did when Allison was boss at D&D and turned into the heinous (laughs) Amandison character. But she didn't, and that allowed Jane to come back with that terrible my worst fear is that my life could turn out like yours response. Quite frankly, someone needs to rein in Jane so Joe gets a pass. Also, Brooke? That bitch? She deserves everything coming to her, so Allison gets a pass too.
1: Damn. Nikki says, Joe is clearly the bitch this week as the dummy who had sex with Mr. Jess Jordan Spy Dumpster <laughs> and had to pee on herself because Reed locked her up <laughs> below deck on a boat.
0: And poop herself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that idiot has any right to judge anyone else's relationships. Totally, Nikki. Right on. on board, girl.
0: Wow. So, y'all are going to hate my nomination this week.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: But since I lost again, Jenny, who is your bitch?
1: Okay, my bitch this week, guys, is the actor they hired to play Henry (laughs) II. Who in the world do you have to be to take on a job like this? John Durbin? (laughs) John Durbin, I'm
0: coming for you. Oh, that's his real name. All right. Hold up. John Durbin. Like,
1: what's his character's name?
0: Mark Paul.
1: Mark Paul. Okay. Mark Paul. These two psychos contact you and they're like, hey, we have a job for you. Number one, how much are they paying you to do this? Because this is a 24-hour job. And how are they pitching it? Is it like it's a really weird real-life play kind of scenario where she's in on it too and – the crazy thing about it is there's no audience. You're just doing it yourselves. It's like, obviously something is fishy with this. What kind of a person do you have to be to literally torment somebody? And you can tell their interaction of her going, no, leave me alone. You're a figment of my imagination. And he just keeps pushing it and going for it. I I mean, that's insane that, and you're risking your freedom because honestly, he did a little bit of trespassing to get into that second story balcony outside of Peter's house. And he's just there like waiting. That's insane, Dan. Mm. What kind of a bitch do you have to be to commit fully to stalk someone for real and then make their life a living hell? It's insane to me. I mean, how hard up are you? Does he have a day job? Because this is a 24-hour thing that he's doing. (laughs) I
0: don't know. like You know, actor's life. You got to get gigs when you get them.
1: Yeah, but like, it just is insane to me. And even if they're paying him hundreds or thousands of dollars, is it worth it? Is it worth it to ruin someone's life and torment them? Even if you're getting paid to do this, you're a bitch for accepting it. You suck. John Paul or whatever your name is. Mark Paul. Mark Paul. You're the bitch.
0: (laughs) All right. um, Well, after reading all of the Bitch of the Week's responses from last week, the bitch that I intended of making this week is probably going to lose again. So I'm switching it. I'm going going, uh, improv off the cuff now. Uh So... My bitch this week is going to be Amanda and not in the sense of bitchy as in like mean and angry, but bitchy as in like pushover bitch, like stupid bitch. Does that work?
1: I mean, it's up to interpretation.
0: All right. Well, Amanda's my bitch this week because she has been walked all over professionally and personally. She has allowed her employees to just bitch her around and bring in her ex-husband who kicked her ass and tracked her down and stalked her. Now she's being forced to have him as a client. What kind of bitch are you to allow that? Then you are forced to have him at your own party that you planned, and you can't kick him out of there either? Like, he's not going to put his hands on you in front of all those people. Stand up for yourself. Kick him out. Billy is right there. Granted, Billy will probably get murdered.
1: (laughs) But you know what? He's got it coming to him.
0: I mean, there's... Hey... Uh, what did they say? You got to crack a few eggs if you want to make eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to crack a few eggs if you want to make eggs.
0: Yeah. That's Maybe a if you want to
1: make omelets.
0: Yeah. You got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet. I said it right. <laughs> but anywho, um, you know, that's just the casualty of war. You know, you gotta you lose some battles, but you win the war.
1: Hey, who were you going to pick?
0: I was going to pick Allison, but everyone apparently is like, no way. Allison's Damn, not a bitch. go with
1: your heart. This is my
0: heart. I can't... If I was to go with Allison, the argument would have been um, she had sex with <laughs> uh, her, her uh, co-worker's father just to make her pissed off. But everyone seems to think that that's okay because of all the shit that Brooks done to her. So I'm trying to win. So it's Amanda. She is a bitch because she's such a goddamn pushover these last few episodes, allowing everyone to just trample all over her shit. So, Amanda, you're the bitch this week.
1: Guys, it's up to you. You got to tell us who is the real bitch this week. Is it Mark Paul, Henry II, the Derbster, (laughs) or is it Amanda for being a little bitch? A little bitch. You tell us. Go on Facebook mainly, Instagram, other stuff. Just Facebook mainly. And get in our group to do it.
0: This episode was called Let the Games Begin. Why? Why do you think? And
1: are there going to be more games after this? Because if they've just begun, do we get a carryover of games?
0: I don't understand. Yeah. What?
1: The head games? What was the game? The head games that they're playing on.
0: Mind games. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, what's your rename for this one?
1: Well, I was thinking about like uh, apology, but like appalling apology. (laughs) Your face is so funny, right? Okay. Uh, And it's it's in reference to Kimberly's apology to everybody that was just so like haphazard and weird and um, totally wrong place, wrong time.
0: So, well, apology
1: <laughs> it's appalling your apology <laughs> is appalling it would be better if you could see it in print like written out it's like a play on words like "appall og."
0: oh oh no we get it <laughs> i totally get or it or
1: appalling in parentheses i want to add appalling apology all right so dan mm. uh, Well, let's see was yours any better
0: yes mine was uh can't even think of something stupider than that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on.
0: Uh mine is hidden figures. Because, Ooh, okay. uh, because of Mark Paul, H- Henry II. Uh he was hidden in the basement. And uh Rita, the fake uh fake fiance. Okay. They they were both hidden figures. So. What do you think is going to happen next week?
1: Dan, I think Joe and Richard are going to hook up. They were getting very close looking at those pictures. Richard was feeling her. He was like, hey, Joe, you could do it way better than me.
0: Thanks a lot for, for taking all those pictures, Joe. Let's have sex now.
1: Yeah, I think that Haley is ultimately using Allison to break up Brooke and Billy. I think he is a huge player, and I don't think he's genuine at all in what he's doing. Um, I think Henry, too, is going to get arrested. Because how long is this going to be? Like, He's not invisible, okay? Like there's going to be a time where Kimberly's going to be with people (laughs) and they're going to be like, wait, there is a person out there and they're going to call the cops and he's going to get arrested. Yeah, Um, I think Matt's going back to med school and it's seriously going to be something like, well, if I only completed that one last semester, I would have become a surgeon. And then voila, he goes to night school over like a period of two episodes and then he's doctor. Dr. Ron, call at Wilshire Memorial. Uh, do, you,
0: do you think there's a funeral next episode? Or is, is no, it ever talked no, again? No, it's
1: Matt's. Matt's dad is gone. It's never talked about again. And the only reason they used it was a device to be like, you should have gone. You should go back to medical school because that is so ludicrous and insane that n- nothing has ever been. Talked about it before. He works in a hospital and he should have some kind of background knowledge of medicine that's never been displayed ever before. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, So, yeah, those are my big predictions that I have. How about you, Dan?
0: Um, Well, I think that Shelly and Jake will hook up. Mm -hmm. That'll break them up and open it up for Joe and Richard. Um, Why else is Shelly there?
1: Yeah, and why like leave?
0: There's no point to her to be around unless she's in Jake's mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, is Joe going to get with Richard? I think so. Uh, will Allison marry Haley?
1: Oh, let's
0: let's hope so. Um, and is he using her to get Brooke to dump Billy? I think so. I think he's going to leverage her to to Brooke. Yeah. yeah. To be like, I'll drop it with Allison, you drop it with Billy, and then we can go back to father daughter voyeur hookups. Um, Henry is gonna keep popping up and either drive Kimberly back to Psycho or it's all gonna backfire and Kimberly is gonna do full recovery working back at Wilshire and um. For some reason I think there's something with Kimberly and Matt. Because Matt is never around when Kimberly is anymore.
1: Do you think they're the same person? <laughs>
0: Maybe. No, I don't. Okay.
1: I, I think
0: they have beef still. I mm-hmm. I think I think that they're gonna they're gonna fight each other. They're gonna have another standoff or whatever. I think I think Billy is gonna lead the hunt to find Amanda and like figure it out and um could Jane and Joe possibly like physically fight (laughs) that would be cool
1: that would be cool but I actually have another one that I I wanted to mention I think that Peter is going to be the one to save what's her name Amanda because he she tells Peter I'm going to meet Rita at his house tonight he's the only one that we know that Mm. knows where Amanda is and then he's like such a stalker weird person he's gonna be like what Amanda didn't show up for work today oh she must be at Jack's house and he'll somehow find where Jack's house is and I think Peter might like Peter may have to like go to fisticuffs with him or I think there's gonna be some altercation where like cause this Jack thing can't Continue on without like a huge confrontation, yeah. Whether it be between him and Amanda or him and someone else.
0: Cool. Well, um, there's only one way to find out we got to keep watching Melrose Places. Um, thank you all for listening and for sticking with us while our schedules have been pretty jam packed and crazy. We appreciate you, uh, you still listening and understanding. When we don't come out with an episode. But we got a fantastic email from someone who has just started listening.
1: Oh, heck yeah. To
0: Melrose Pod. So once they get through uh, 99 episodes <laughs> of us, this will be a little Easter egg for them when they catch up.
1: Oh, yay. But
0: So Rashad writes, um, Hey, Jenny and Dan, I just want to applaud you two for doing this podcast. I came across it about a week ago, and so far... It's all I listen to on my daily commute. Oh, my gosh. The chemistry between you two is great. The jokes are always on point. And y'all really know what you're talking about. So much, in fact, I can recall every scene that's being described from memory vividly. I'm making my way through season one. Dan's sister was a great guest in recap (gasps) episode 13. Yeah, and all of them have been solid listens. I'm really looking forward to hearing... When the show amps up the crazy But the beginning episodes Did a good job of planting some seeds In retrospect Anywho, once again, really awesome podcast And enjoy you both Rashad P.S. P.S. Yes Keith is ugly and gross (laughs) AF as fuck (laughs) That dumbass love music That played every time he and Allison Were on screen was the worst too
1: (laughs) Oh, Rashad, thank you so much for that awesome, kind yeah. email. Thank you. That brightens our whole day. If you guys want to connect with us directly, you can always shoot us an email, too.
0: Do you uh, remember the music when Keith and Allison?
1: Oh, It's like...
0: Di-n-n-n. It's
1: like... Oh, damn.
0: Yep uh let's see we got a review right i think we got one new review
1: i'm looking is it from scarlet scarlet ash
0: no i got it here you want me to read it
1: yeah sorry
0: it is from radizzle 89 i just pressed play on episode one and i am already hooked I love this show and frequently watch from time to time.
1: Aw, thank you for desolating nine.
0: Thank you. You're awesome. And if you want to leave us a review, you can. Go to Apple Podcasts on your phone, on your iPhone, and leave us a five-star review. That would be dope. But thanks for listening. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Melrose Pod. You can vote for Bitch of the Week in our awesome, cool Facebook group. Just hit the link. In our show notes and request to join, and we'll get you in there. Email melrosepod at gmail.com. And if you want to give us a dollar or two, hit us up on Patreon, Slash melrosepod.
1: We love Smut,
0: and we love you. <laughs>